another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast member, where I chat to Disney cast members from all walks of life, and of course, all walks of magic. In today's episode, I'll be chatting with the wonderful Laura, who sprinkled her pixie dust as a CRP in the German Pavilion in Epcot. So hello, Laura. Hello, thank you for having me back. I'm so excited. I'm so excited as well. Thank you for coming back. Like this is, it's it's crazy because we've ended up spending quite a lot of time together online because we recorded you the first time and then we were on your amazing YouTube um, show that you're doing, drinking around the world um, thing on YouTube. So we'll put a link to, to all of that stuff in the bio for you as well so people can go and check that out. And yeah, then I was like, Lara, we need you back because I've lost all my footage. <laughs> But yeah, we're very grateful to have you back. Um, and yeah, we've got lots to talk about. But before we get started um, with your journey, I say let's get uh, let's do a little Disney quickfire. That sounds good to you. Yes. Let's do it. So, what? First question: What is your favorite Disney park that you've been to? Um, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Why is that? Uh, Flight of Passage, one hundred percent. Like and. The lines are always very short in Animal Kingdom, which I like. Yeah. Like meeting the characters makes uh, is the best in Animal Kingdom. So true. Whereas if you go to like Magic, for example, you get you could be waiting like over an hour for some characters, yeah. couldn't you? Amazing. Well, next question, and this is obviously you are a world showcase gal, just like I am, and Sophie is as well. So, what is your favorite pavilion in Epcot? Well, Germany, of course, but yeah, <laughs> <other than Germany. laughs> that's where your heart is. <laughs> Other than Germany, I like going through the Moroccan pavilion. It's really nice and shady. And I'm very excited for the French expansion as well, because I've been to Remy, the ride in Paris. So I'm very, very excited for everyone to experience that. I'm so, so excited. I've not I've not been to Disneyland Paris since I was about six years old. So that Ratatouille was not a thing back then. So I'm very much excited <laughs> to get on that ride and also like, it sort of, I'm hoping, gives some inspiration to the other pavilions to branch out a little bit as well. And um, I think yeah. actually you told a little fun fact on your on the YouTube thing we did you did with us that there's quite a there's a hollow space in the German pavilion, right? Yeah, that's true. That was actually supposed to be right there. As far as I know, it was supposed to be a Rhine River cruise. I think like similar to all of the other like yeah. rights <laughs> um but they never did that because i think the german government stopped funding but i'm not 100 percent sure so don't quote me on that but no. uh yeah we don't have that so where the big mural is where you go into the restaurant that's where the right was supposed to go but i think it's Crazy. like restaurant space now oh amazing well we'd still love a tangled or a snow white ride of some sort you know like yes. bring just i'm just gonna say tangled about snow white though obviously you know <laughs> um, Agreed. Okay. well next question for you lara is what is your favorite show on disney property uh the lion king show and animal kingdom it's a great yeah. show it's so popular yeah. literally so i would say like 90 percent of people can't without i would say one percent are finding nemo the musical with me and i'm just like come on finding nemo gods we need you <laughs> finding nemo is good but like a uh, lion king show is just so much better okay i'll let you have it i'll let you have it <laughs> and finding nemo is too long i think it's that's very long. true it's about I think it's about 45 minutes isn't it so I yeah. guess when you take that out of like a day especially when Animal Kingdom used to be like a 10 to 6 park as well like that is a, a massive chunk out of the day with a park that's got so much to explore as well so um but yeah final question for you Lara if you could work in any position on Walt Disney property what would it be uh I still Rise of the Resistance First Order uh Officer 
that was still like my dream they're so mean to people and I love being like mean and sarcastic to people so <laughs> that's just like something I'd love to do other than that I think character attendant is something that sounds very exciting too love it amazing well you know what those roles sound amazing but you got to work in your home pavilion in Epcot and the World Showcase so let's get into your journey Lara where did the love for Disney begin what set your love off for Disney and why did you apply for the position in the first place um so when I was 10 years old we all went to Disney World Florida for the very first time and my parents were super excited but like none of us really spoke English and especially my parents didn't and I was probably the person that spoke the best English but I was like 10 so I spoke like very little English like a 10 year old would be able to speak English as a second language right yeah um so we went there and everything was in English, of course. So we were all very, very overwhelmed with everything. And then we got to the German pavilion and we kind of made fun of all the like decorations because they're obviously very stereotypical. Um, and this girl came up to us and she started talking to us in German. And it was, we were so shocked that she spoke German to us. And she told us all about the decorations we were making fun of but she also told us about the program and that she was there for a year and at that point I was like okay I want to do that too like I that was so mesmerizing for me and it it just it stuck with me that was the that was the spark that that made the yeah. plane happen right so how old were you when you ended up do, uh, applying to the program so I was 18 so I applied in 2018 and then I uh, went in October 2019 so I was 19 when I flew over right so you were like okay I'm allowed to do it now I'm going I don't care if I'm 21 or not I am going to enjoy Disney and that is that is amazing yeah I wanted to do it even earlier so I finished school when I was 17 and I wanted to do it right after school but they wouldn't let me apply if I wasn't 18 so I went to New Zealand for a year oh amazing so you were like I'm getting out of Germany I love you you're going to be the forever but I'm going to go and explore the world now exactly brilliant I love it so how talk us through the application process when it comes to applying from Germany because I'm sure we do have some German listeners that are interested to know for applying in the future when the programs are back up and running because we have a um a recruitment company called Yummy Jobs here that you've probably heard about um I don't think that's a thing over in Germany right no it's not it's actually a lot easier to apply in Germany I know you guys from the UK it's always super hard and you apply like 10,000 times until you get in <laughs> um but like I said it was the first time I applied and I applied straight through the Disney website and then they send out applications for the interviews. So they give you like six different states to go. And um, I didn't actually go to an interview. I did an online interview because I was still in New Zealand when I did my interview. So I only did the interview and then they were like, okay, we want you and we'll see you in October. And I was like, okay. So that was all I did. And I think it's very similar in Germany. You go to the interview, you do the interview, and then you either get uh, accepted or you don't get accepted. So it's not as complicated. Brilliant. And do you know what? Like I'm hoping, I love Yummy Jobs and I think the process is really fun by the end of it, but it's so, it is such a stressful time. And I, I think that probably is because I obviously don't know what the numbers are like in um, Germany and how many people are applying in, in for the German program, but with the UK, I think the year I applied, there was about 3,000 applicants, I heard. So it is so intense with how many positions um, how, how many positions are available against how many people apply. And especially when you think our pavilions don't even have an attractions. At least somewhere like Norway has 
the the table service they have their merch they have their character meet and greet and a ride as well so it's a lot more open so like i said disney if you're listening open an attraction for the uk and germany so we've got more chance to go please <laughs> yes please <laughs> um so obviously you were working in food and beverage in um the german pavilion in october was it october 2019 you said yes Yes. Right. So we're, we're going to talk about COVID a little bit later. We're not going to sit on that right now. But tell me about um, about your experience with food and beverage in the German Pavilion. So I love food and beverage. All the jobs I've ever had before I went to Disney were food and beverage. So I knew I wanted to do food and beverage again. Um, and it's very, very stressful, of course, because Germany is obviously we, we're known for our beer. So everyone comes and wants a beer and everyone wants a pretzel. And when you when people don't get what they want, they get really angry at you, uh, which is something that is always kind of apart from like all of working in food and beverage or in any sort of customer service position. But I loved working in food and beverage. I like the stress. I work best under stress. So it was something that I really enjoyed. And I loved getting the chance to explain people my culture through food, because food is such a unique way of showing your culture. And especially in the restaurant, we got to show a lot of our different um, signature meals we have because we have a buffet style restaurant. So people look and they're like, what is this? Do you actually eat this? And most of the time I was able to say, yes, I do actually eat this. I've <laughs> had this before in Germany. And yeah, that was just something very exciting. And I like sharing my culture like that. Brilliant. I mean, I, do you know what? I think the big art Biergarten, I know I, we spoke about this pronunciation last time, I'm sure I got it wrong, but it's the Biergarten, right? Is that how we say it? Yes, that's perfect. Perfect. I'm not going to say it again in case I mess it up, but <laughs> the Buffet restaurant is like such a hidden gem in Epcot, I think, especially if you are a class member, class member discount, just saying. Um, but 40%, it, most 40%, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, get over there. You want to you get stuff for the day, like go to the beer garden. It is amazing. I love it. Um, and like I said, it's such a hidden gem, especially with the fact that you get the live in- live entertainment with the musicians as well. I don't know if that's something that they've taken a backseat on or how the restaurant is coping at the moment with um, buffet style and stuff during COVID. But it's such an amazing setting. Um, it's inside, so it's fully air conditioned as well. Um, and the food selection is amazing. So it's very, from my memory, it's very potato heavy. Yeah, it is. We're, I, I am the most German in that kind of style. I love potatoes. Like I could eat potatoes every day for the rest <laughs> of my life. Like I love potatoes, but it is. Yeah, we, we do like our potatoes. Brilliant. Well, so talk me through, obviously you were only on the program for, I want to say five months before being six. sent home because of co- six months. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's quite, I mean, in the UK pavilion, that's quite a turning point moment, that halfway point in the program, because with us, we would go into service at about like five, six month mark um, where we our program shifts up, changes up a little bit and we go from working on the podium roles over to um, service. So what was the structure of working in Germany? Do you work on quick service and the beer cart and then move into the restaurant or is it just a podium program? How does that work? So in Germany, it's um, kind of the same. So after about six or seven months, we get moved into service, which is where you actually serve the tables. But since we're we're buffet there, we don't need any food runners or anything. So while you're in your first six months, we call it the outside position. You're you're on the beer card, you're on the pretzel card, which are the two cards we have outside. Then we have the quick service called Summerfest. We obviously have the soccer that runs around and gets everyone their stuff. 
Um, we have uh, greeter and seater, which is the people that greet you into the restaurant and seat you to your table, which was my favorite position. And then we also have buffet, where you stock up all of the foods on the buffet. So every time something's empty, you go and grab something else. So that's about the positions we all had before you went into service. So were you at a point in your program when you had to go home that you were about to go into service, I'm guessing? So um, we had a lot of people while I was there. So I wasn't going to go into service for at least another month. Like they haven't talked to me yet about the server test or anything. And I had a friend, she was there for, I think, seven months and she was about to go into service. So um, I would have had at least another month until I went into service. So I was still very much in that, oh, I just arrived. I'm still outside. Like for me, like the program hasn't even really started yet when it ended. So. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, what we're, we're hopefully coming to the end of this crazy time with coronavirus and the pandemic. Um, it's the, I remember seeing everything happening from a distance, obviously, in the UK and seeing people being sent home because of the pandemic and some people getting stuck out there as well from certain countries. It was really scary and really devastating. And I just put myself in you guys' shoes and thought to myself, how on earth would I be dealing with this right now? Because the programme is like an ultimate point of our lives we love Disney we love the company we love making magic and to have that taken away from you for for something that's completely out of your control is just devastating but what how did how did everything play out for you was it pretty sudden so um I remember vividly the moment we found out that Disney World was going to close I was standing outside of the restaurant and this guest came up to me and she was like did you hear the parks are going to close I was like Well, I didn't hear. And about two hours later, our managers came up to us and told us like the parks are going to close because of COVID. We have like four days or something to prepare. And then um, just before the parks closed, the CPs got sent home. And I was like, okay, if the CPs are being sent home, it's not going to take that much longer for us to get sent home as well. Because why would they keep paying us? Um, So we were in housing, like just living our lives and then they decided to close the pools and the gym so we were literally just stuck inside all day because we couldn't go anywhere else we weren't even allowed to go to any of the other complexes um which was really annoying um and then i think exactly on the date that i had my six month anniversary they sent us the email like sorry you're gonna go home so but a big shout out to my managers who were really um supportive all the time like they sent us their private phone numbers and they were like if you have any problems like call us or text us or anything and we'll get that sorted out for you so I really appreciated that yeah I mean it is it's so rough because you do you you pretty much know that if and let if you play everything by the rules and you're like and you are literally going there to make magic and enjoy yourself like there's no reason really you should be coming home any earlier. So it must have been such a shock to the system. But I'm pretty sure you do want to go back once the programs are back up and running and live that Disney dream again, right? Yes, 100%. Like I'll probably wait a few years, but I'll I'll be back 100%. Like I can't wait to get out there and see you. You serving me in the beer garden. That's exactly yes. what I need. <laughs> yes, um, I'll get you a beer. I love it. I love it. But talking of beer, I have to ask you, and everyone want to know how popular the Shopper Huffer actually is. So um, I love it. It's my favorite beer because I don't really like beer. So it's very, it's for people that don't like beer. And I know a lot of my friends, especially like my girlfriends, they drink it. Uh, We have a few different flavors as well here in Germany. So not only grapefruit, we have, I think they have like six or seven flavors now. 
So for flavored beer, it's definitely one of the most popular, but we also have this mixed drink called Radler, where you just mix beer and Sprite, which is what's most popular if you go to like um, parties or somewhere Ooh. where someone doesn't want to buy the expensive beer. Fair, I like that, I like that. I, I mean, we can always count on Disney to still charge the same amount, though, you know, we love them for it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, honestly, like sounds like you had an amazing time. I do have to talk about another uh, huge part of our programs, which is RIP Disney Housing, Bomb But Never Forgotten. Um, where did you live in your program, Laura? And what was your house experience like? Uh, Vista Way all the way. It breaks my heart when I saw the news that they were selling Vista Way. I, I was like, it was so sad. I contemplated buying it, but then I was like, what, I was, <laughs> what am I going to do with it? Like, <laughs> I know. But, um, yeah, no, I loved it. I obviously I don't know any of the other complexes that well. I only ever been to a few other apartments, so only ever really saw this up. And we even had an unrenovated apartment, so it really wasn't all that great. Um, but we had two fridges. This way doesn't have bunk beds, so I think that's like the most important part. I really like exactly. the bus uh, to Epcot too because it took me like 15 minutes in the morning. It was so good. Yeah. And then in the evening, you usually found someone to Uber with you. So it was perfect. I loved it. Exactly. Uh, honestly, I think I, I also agree with you. Absolutely devastated. I think it's actually since we've, like in the meantime, since we recorded the first time that Vista has actually been like officially sold. And I'm just so devastated about it. But hey, we move. Flamingo Crossing is going to be amazing. And hopefully we can be out there living our Flamingo Crossing dream one day. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Like, I feel like coming to Flamingo Crossing is going to be such a shock from Vista Way. Like if you came from the comments, it's probably not as much of a shock, but Flamingo Crossing is like, also I follow them on Instagram and they have like all these different events going like every day. It's so crazy. Like I just want to be there and celebrate with people. It's going to be like staying at like the Grand Floridian. They were staying off like a motel on iDrive, you know, that's what I thought. That's the, that's the vibe we're getting. <laughs> No shade to Vista, I love it, but it's the truth. <laughs> um, but Lara, um, I have to ask you, it's a tough question. Um, if you have to give me one memorable guest experience from your program, what would you say that would be? Um, so I met this little girl and we were, it was during candlelight and it was so, so, so busy. Like you probably know during candlelight, like everything is crazy. And we were running hours behind on reservation. Like it was insane and I was uh, seating people and this family was there I think it was a mother a father and this little girl and I started talking to this little girl because nothing was moving so I started talking to her and then I told her about the Christmas tree we have inside because she was really happy with the Christmas tree we had outside but I was like you need to see this Christmas tree with all the green cucumbers on it like it's so funny like have a look so she went inside and took a picture in front of the Christmas tree and she came back and um, showed me the picture and then it was a few minutes later and then I seated them and they were so nice like that family was amazing and um, it wasn't until the next day and I wasn't inside of the restaurant that for that whole day I was outside but this one person came outside with a wine glass and they're not allowed to take glasses outside of the park uh -huh. so I took the wine glass and I went back inside and I walked past this table and this little girl was waving at me and I turned around and I was like oh my god it's you and the father was like yeah she loved it so much that she came back and yeah it was very exciting that. and yeah it's so nice to know experience. that 
it's so nice to know that we, as cast members, we can um, like make a lasting impression. It's not just about the big rides or like the shows that you go and see. It is the cast member experience that really um, drives home for a lot of people. Moments like that make us appreciate it so much, right? Yeah, 100%. I would say like more appreciation for cast members. Like they make or break your trip. If you're nice to cast members, they're going to be nice to you. And it's just important to be nice to cast members. That's for everyone out there. Be nice exactly. to cast members. Exactly that. Exactly. We're there to make magic for you guys. So always be nice to us. Always treat us like fairy godmothers and fairy. And what's the alternative? I don't want to be like just one-sided gender here. Um, I'm the, I'm the, oh. Godfather? <laughs> no, it sounds weird, doesn't it? The alternative. Yeah, the alternative. <laughs> um, We're fairies. Yeah, fairies. That's, that's, that's the word. That's the word. Yeah, that's gender neutral. There we go. <laughs> um, but Lara, one of my last questions for you. Can you give me a highlight from your program at Walt Disney World? Oh, oh no. Um, obviously all of it, but I think just meeting characters and just, I don't know, when you go to the parks as a guest, you want to do everything. You want to get everything crammed into one or two days and just do as much as you can. And you don't really take the time to sit down and appreciate. And I think that's what being there for a whole year gives you that you just, like go to Magic Kingdom and sit down on the hot grass and just like don't do anything like just sit there and play on your phone or whatever and it's just like the whole experience of just being in the parks like even right now like I don't even need to go to the parks and ride rides like I would just be happy to like just sit somewhere and people watch like it's so amazing especially in Galaxy's Edge because of all the roaming characters it's just so much fun to watch everyone and yeah I think like being able to take the time to sit down and just breathe and take the park in is something very special that you don't really get a lot if you're just a normal guest, I think. I said something to someone the other day. I, I asked them the question, if you had like the choice of going into Magic Kingdom for a couple of hours and walking down Main Street, popping into the Emporium, sitting on the hubgrass for Starbucks or having like a fast pass for like the top four rides in the park what would you do and they said to me they would rather do the rides and I was like that is absolutely not what I do right now like I don't get me wrong I love a ride in Space Mountain, Seven Doors Mine Train but like that stuff I can wait for like right now I totally agree with you I just want to take it all in embrace embrace the magic and that doesn't have to include queuing up for rides meeting characters that can literally just be sitting there yeah. watching the world go by and being in my happy place yeah, maybe the occasional parade coming by would be fun. Oh, too, yeah. But... 100%. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Totally agree with that. Um, my last question, though, Laura, and it is a difficult one, and I'm very intrigued to know what you're going to say, but I want to know what your deepest, darkest Disney confession is. Mm, so I thought about this, and the only thing I can come up with right now is uh, Magic Kingdom is my least favourite part. I don't hate you it's fine it's fine I'm gonna sway your mind somehow I'm gonna like every Magic Kingdom post I see come on Instagram I'm just gonna send it to you now to like to to make you change your mind <laughs> it's just it's so busy it's so exhausting and like if you go to Animal Kingdom for example you can it's just chill and Magic Kingdom is like stressful and busy and even just I don't know when I go to Magic Kingdom I usually I, I usually like get a few fast passes I do those and then I leave the park but if I go to Animal Kingdom or any other parks for example I stay more than half a day yeah because but I can't take it I can't stay in Magic Kingdom for longer than half a day 
Fair enough. Well, there you have it, guys. We have um, Team Sophie once again at Animal Kingdom all the way, so she'll be very happy to hear that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lara, it's been such a pleasure talking to you again. Thank you so, so much for coming back and um, chatting, with, chatting with me. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, no, thank you for having me back. It was so much fun. Of course. And like I said, don't forget to go and, uh, and subscribe to Lara's YouTube channel as well. The bio will be in the description for this episode and over on our Instagram as well. But for now, just one more cute thank you to Lara, everyone. Woo! Thank um, you. Of course, no But this has been another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, follow our Instagram, and listen to all of the other episodes because they're just as magical as each other. Keep spreading the magic, everyone. And bye for now.